to the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 Leaders. Glad to have you listening in this week. I am Ben South here with my good host, Danny Smith. Danny, how in the world are you? Well, Ben, I am doing well and, uh, man, enjoying a a good start to the new year. Uh, You know, I've always felt like January was twice as long as other months. I don't know if it feels that way to you. I don't know if it's coming off the holidays. I don't know if it's just, uh, you know, the doldrums of winter but this January's actually went by fairly quickly, so I'm, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. So it's, it is going by fast. I, you know, we're going to turn around here, and it's going to be Christmas time again, and we'll be another year further down if we're not careful. Oh, that's the truth. Yeah, it flies by. You know, we're at a stage of life where, uh, and I think you're much the same way. Our kids are, man, it's ninety to nothing with them. Then, of course, ministry and work and. You know, we're pretty excited because we're hoping in the next six to eight months to launch a new church here. And um, this past week was kind of funny because, uh, you know, I'm doing the whole co-vocational thing, which is probably a word that we should tackle sometime here on chair, too, because there's probably guys been doing a lot longer than I have. But, you know, when you're trying to work sort of a nine to five job plus do this stuff. Not only does that make time go back, uh, go by quickly, but. This past week, I had a couple of meetings that I was in for my nine to five job and had several texts coming through like, hey, what about mission stuff this summer? What about potential ministry organizational help? And oh my goodness, it was just kind of filling up my schedule. And I felt like there were just 10,000 decisions to make in about a two hour time frame. So I don't know if you ever feel that way where you, you have to make all these decisions you feel like at once. Um, and I'm in the insurance business for that nine to five stuff. So I'm already selling people stuff. I hope they never have to use. And now I'm making decisions for a church that yet doesn't exist. So I'm sort of just living in this concept land of decisions right now. That's right. It's all this big overwhelming stuff that's out there. And it's like, I'm never going to be able to do all this and get all this decided. It just becomes overwhelming. It really does. It really does. And, you know, I want to sort of, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Ben on the spot in this podcast because Ben, you uh, you actually wrote about this on your blog. I don't know if you folks remember blogs, but uh, they still exist. And Ben's got a, a good one that he writes at uh, every so often. And uh, by every you, so you wrote often, some stuff that honestly is by every so often, a couple <laughs> times a year. So. You know, that's that's exactly right. Can it be a good blog if you write on it consistently? I mean, you know, it's got to be something every so often. But. That's right. <laughs> So it's one of those things that, though, yeah, you you wrote some stuff on decision making. So I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to put Ben on the spot, and uh, and maybe we'll just take it big picture first. Ben, um, it, you're you're kind of writing a little bit about the uh, difference between, oh, maybe making resolutions that last a couple of weeks, maybe a month at the most, versus, and I think the number was four thousand decisions. So. I don't know. I might need your counsel today because I feel like I'm in that <laughs> arena where, gosh, I have so many decisions to make, and I hope I'm making the right ones. Yeah, I did. I titled the blog 4,000 Decisions. I'm not going to make any big resolutions. I'm just going to make 4,000 decisions. And I kind of 
you know, it's kind of a just a little play on the words because it's not like I don't want to make these big arching goals that I just seem overwhelming. Kind of like you were talking about with all the decisions for starting a church plant and those kind of things. Whatever ministry is, it just kind of when you're looking at making all this, it can become overwhelming. And I got to looking at it. I think I came out with the four thousand. Like if we were just decide, I'm going to make. 10 to 12 small decisions every year that or every day that make a difference. So how many is that? And it's roughly 4,000. If you make 10 to 12, about 11 decisions that make a difference every day, that's about 4,000 decisions you'll make in a year. And I, the whole article is kind of under that premise of the, you've heard the story, well, how do you eat an elephant? Well, you eat it one bite at a time. So instead of making the big resolution, I'm going to do these big things all year, I just kind of have a plan for this year that I'm just going to make 10 to 12 good decisions every day this year. It could be a little thing. It could be um, instead of having the Coke, I'm going to have Diet Coke. Or instead of having Diet Coke, I'm going to have water to drink with my meal. Uh, a decision instead of going and sitting on the couch, I'm going to go walk around the block. So there's some that are health and exercise decisions. It could be instead of going and reading my book or reading you know, Twitter timelines, I'm going to go and play Legos with my son for 30 minutes. Uh, it could be something instead of uh, going and, and just kind of sulking or whatever about the, what's happened that day and being depressed, I'm going to go out for a walk and uh, rejuvenate myself and exercise or something along those lines. So I'm going to strive to make 10 to 12 positive small decisions every day. And that's not that overwhelming. Everybody makes you know four or five times that decisions every day. We don't think about all of them consciously. But I kind of came up with this idea that if we could make 10 to 12 good decisions every day, a year from now, that's going to pay dividends in our life, in our health, in our ministry. And so I think you could do that in uh, just any area of your life, in any area of your ministry, and really make a difference a year from now without it being, oh, I've got to lose this much weight, or I've got this big project, or I want to write this book, or I want to do this. Instead of doing those big goals, we set small little goals every day. I'm going to do this one thing. Instead of writing a chapter of a book, I'm going to come up with today an idea for a chapter. And so just one to one or two decisions at a time, up to 10 or 12 a day, and before you know it, you're in the thousands of decisions that you've made that are conscious decisions to either move your ministry forward, to move your personal goals forward, and in a year, that's going to make a lot of difference. You know, it, it's hard to fathom making 4,000 decisions, but the way you break it down to that 10 to 12 a day, and then even kind of breaking it down from there, that we're not talking about these massive life-changing decisions a day. We're talking about the everyday, uh, sort of the normal run-of-the-mill stuff. And it's just like you said, I can watch 30 minutes of TV before I go to bed. I can read a little bit. I can take this type of soda. I can drink water. So I think in life and ministry, uh, this reminds me this morning at uh, the church that we attend on Sunday mornings here. Um, I was out in the foyer with the uh, the youth minister um, just at the end of the service. And mostly how I know this uh, young man is in that official capacity as being the youth minister of the church that our family attends on Sunday mornings. But he had his one, almost one-year-old son, and it was kind of neat to see this kind of 
his posture, you know, he wasn't a different person, but, but his posture changed from sort of being youth minister on the job to, Hey, I'm taking care of my son in these few moments. And what I loved about that is it reminds us that, that, you know, we face real life situations every day that yes, there's ministry, there's life, there's all these things. And so those 10 to 12 decisions really run the gamut of every arena of our life. And so some of those decisions may be in ministry. Do you have to do 50 meetings this week? Is there a way that you can restructure that? And like you said, Ben, over time, these things begin to develop habits. They begin to develop roots and hopefully you're getting healthier physically. Hopefully you're getting healthier spiritually um, and even emotionally. Um, as you invest in your family, as you invest in others, it takes a lot out of us. And so those 10 to 12 decisions can really um, affect, because here's the thing, we don't want to do ministry just for 2022, right? We don't want to look at that 2022 calendar and think, this is it. Um, you want to look at ministry of this decade, the next decade, and whatever time that the Lord gives. And so I think you hit on the something there when kind of seemingly run-of-the-mill stuff that you talked about. What are some ways? Okay, so it's one thing to go, all right, I'm going to make 10 to 12 decisions differently every day. But now let's talk about some of maybe the action behind that. Um, so here's what we're trying to do. Um, so somebody feels overwhelmed. They feel like, oh, my goodness, you know, and, and everybody, a lot of people are. Um, what is what's a good first step? Well, I think depending on what area is it in, um, if it's in physical health, okay, it just seems overwhelming for me to lose the weight, to get in the better health that I need to be in. Okay, I'm not going to worry about losing 40, 50 pounds today. Today, and maybe not even today, okay, for this meal, I'm going to have the salad, not the burger. That's not a huge thing. I can do it this one time. Make this decision right there. But that decision, if you repeat that decision, played out over days and weeks and years, will make a difference. Maybe it's relationships with family members that you would like to strengthen or focus on. Because, you know, I've got family members I don't talk to nearly as often as I'd like to. But yet I find time at home, and sometimes, and maybe some of you do, or your family does, you sit and you have time to watch a reality show of somebody else's family, or even a sitcom of somebody else's family, and you've got 30 minutes to learn about this family you don't know, or an imaginary phone, a family, when you could have taken that 30 minutes and written a note or made a phone call to a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or a family member and deepened that relationship versus watching a TV family. Uh, it could be little things, spiritual growth. Maybe it seems overwhelming. I think people get blocked off and just kind of bogged down every year. They start this annual goal to read through their Bible in a year and to do those kind of things. Well, don't don't just look at the year. Don't look at, oh, I've got all year. I've got this much year left and I've got this much Bible left. I don't think I can do it. Well, make a decision today that this morning I'm going to spend 10 minutes reading my Bible. That, don't say, I've got to get this many chapters read. I've got to get four or five chapters read today or this week and I'm, I'm behind. Don't make that the goal. Just say, for right now, I'm going to read my Bible. And tomorrow morning, instead of reading the, the news feed or the new pa newspaper, before I do that, I'm going to read my Bible for five minutes, 10 minutes. And that decision every day pays dividends over time. So instead of, you know, procrastinating something, I'm just going to get up and do something. You know, I've trying to make this a habit that, when I'm sitting down and I see something that needs to be done, what do I do? I just get up and do it instead of waiting for someone else to do it. And so it's those kind of habits that we just kind of 
develop and at first they have to be intentional so when you start out say it's the drinking water instead of soda well for the, probably the first couple of weeks that's going to have to be an intentional decision that you make every time you go to the counter to order or you go to the kitchen to get what you're going to drink and getting water instead of soda but what you what happens is 10 days down the way a couple of three weeks down the way you're not even thinking about it. You're just going to get water now instead of getting the soda. You're not having that debate. So then you move on to something else that's yet another decision. Well, I drink water. That's just what I do. So I'm not, that's not that new structured, you know, decision to, to change things I'm doing. Well, now change and make another shift for a healthier option. Okay, if you come back to spiritual things. Well, after a week, two, three, four weeks, that habit of reading scripture is going to be developing and growing. So add to it at that point. Make a conscious decision to add to it. Well, in ministry, you look at all the people in your church that you need to contact. It's overwhelming. I've got all these leaders or I've got these volunteers I need to call. I can't get to all of it. I just don't have time to do that. Call one. Call one volunteer. Touch base with one person who's been absent. Call one person who's been sick. Make one note, send one card. That'll make a difference. And you repeat that over the course of a year. Before you know it, you've reached most of those people you didn't think you had time to reach. So make those small little decisions. It's it's We get overwhelmed with just the, the, the enormity of some projects or tasks ahead of us. And maybe we think, oh, it's down the road. I don't have to get, even with a planning of an event we're doing. Maybe we're thinking it's down the road and I just, there's no way, reason to do it today. Well, do one thing. Do one little thing that I can do for that event to help later. And it's these little events that add up and you build momentum and you build experience and you build just the habit and the lifestyle of doing things that way that before the year is over, some of those little decisions you were really having to force yourself to make are just part of your life now. Yeah, absolutely. It's that, it's that decision-making process over and over and over again um, that makes all the difference in the world. And, and you know, Ben, it's interesting because I think in terms of if I use for if I use this phrase, you know, in the secular world, in the non-church world. And I know many of our listeners are, are like you and I, that we primarily live in the church world. But if you go to to the business world, um, these things about getting better, about making better decisions, a lot of times are baked into how they onboard people, how they train people. I'm thinking of a guy out of the New York who um, runs a very successful um, insurance agency, and his thing is we get 1% better every day. And so that's how he phrases it, right? And 1% out of 100 is not a lot. Um, I read uh, a phrase, uh, I read this today online uh, about how people structure their lives. And um, I don't know who wrote this, and so I, I don't take credit for it, but uh, it's interesting. So basically, some psychologists have found that people that appear to have a lot of self-control really struggle a lot like the people who have no self-control. The difference is... When you're disciplined, um, you're better at structuring your, structuring your life in such a way that that instead of giving into everything, you've not put yourself in that position to do so. And these decisions that you make every single day. So here's the secular world saying basically to you know, hey, here's how to get better. And so when we when we bring the element of the spirit's help in this, these decisions do seem overwhelming. 
And you know, uh, I'll use the Coke and the water. Um, I, I, I love Dr. Pepper. In fact, as you were talking about that, I was drinking some Dr. Pepper, so I need to go ahead and make a change. But uh, here's, here's my struggle. My struggle is I'm all for drinking water, except there are certain foods I want a Dr. Pepper with. You know, if I'm eating tacos, I want a Dr. Pepper. I don't want water with my taco. And so it's a struggle. But in making this point, I think when we realize that the Spirit of God lives within us, that the Holy Spirit is leading us, he's equipping us and he's helping us to make these decisions because they can seem overwhelming. They can seem like this. It's big. I can't, I've tried before and I failed. I tried before and I failed, but as we walk in the spirit, he in, equips us and he enables us. So it's not just for the, the, the team meetings at church. It's not just for the lessons that you teach. It's in the everyday mundane, normal routine of life that we walk in the spirit. He equips us and he helps us to do exactly what you're talking about, to make those 4,000 decisions over the course of a year so that we can be better used uh, for his kingdom and for his glory, because that's what it's all about. So what are the things that you know you should be doing, especially when it comes to ministry or in your spiritual walk for the kingdom? What are those things that you know you want to be doing, you know you should be doing, but maybe you've just struggled to get them done? Well, that's where you can look at this and say, okay, well, what's one small decision I can make today to push me that direction? I'm not trying to do all of it. I'm not trying to get everything accomplished. I'm not trying to be everything I dream and hope to be. But what's one thing, one little thing today I can do that will help that. And then tomorrow, maybe you make that same conscious decision. I'm going to do this again today because it's pushing me that way. And, and then those those things that just seem overwhelming before you know it, you, you've done it. You, you've conquered it. You've gotten over that that proverbial hump that you've not been able to get over in the times past so that you can accomplish those things. And and I think this is the key. I, I've kind of established as an experiment in my life this year. And you know what? There have been a couple of days I didn't get all those conscious decisions made like I wanted to. I get back up and tomorrow I make those decisions again, those small little ones. No, I may not get to where I thought I would be but I'll be further down the road than I was. And the, the, the biggest thing is you've just got to get started going, making those little decisions every day to help get you where you need to be spiritually, in ministry, in your personal life, in your physical health. And so begin making those little decisions. So I, I challenge the readers on my blog, I don't know how many read it, um, to join me on the 4,000 decision journey. And so I'm, I'm all kind of keep up with it through the year and say, okay, we should be at a thousand decisions at this point. How's it going? What are some more decisions? Have you, have, or if you were tracking it, how many would you have made? But, you know, join us. Hey, listeners, there, there's some opportunities for you to make some changes in your life for different areas. Make some of those decisions. Make some little changes today that will affect the big picture in your life going forward. Yeah, I love that, Ben, and I'm glad you shared that. I'm glad that uh, we were able to kind of talk through that. And on the one hand, it sounds very simple, right? Small decisions every day, but we know it's enormously tough. I think Dave Ramsey famously said it's, what, 80%, uh, 20% behavior, 80% willpower, something along. Uh, no, I guess 20% knowledge, 80% behavior. I think that's what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, it's one thing to know that. It's a whole other thing to do it. But you know what? With the help of the Spirit – and by, you know, just deciding to do it today, 
I, you know, here it is, uh, late January, and it's easy to go, goodness, I've already broke a resolution, or, you know, I, you know, now you just feel like you're spinning your wheels. You're not. Just get started today. Can't change yesterday. Just get started today. So, Ben, I, I'm glad that you shared that. And uh, now you have a really difficult blog if people wanted to find that and read it. I think it's bensouth.wordpress.com. So, I think that's it. you know. That's uh, you went uh, you went really out there with that name, that Ben South name. That's uh, there you go. And oh, folks, he's not. He has been South, but his name is Ben. <laughs> That's it. And his last name is South. So twenty, uh, twenty. Yeah, yeah, witty there here in this late January. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's challenged me. I know, I just know there are areas that I need to improve in, and I'm not getting any younger. And so you just got to start. So thanks for sharing that, Ben. Well, ben, this is always fun, always fun. And so glad that you shared with that. And uh, we're so thankful uh, that, uh, that we can just be encouraged to make those kind of decisions together. That's it. Thanks for listening in. Joining us this week on Chair Two Leaders. Hope you'll share and like on Twitter and Facebook and wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a rating and review if it's a good one. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Chair Two Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates, and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair Two Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.